Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. When I was on the bed of sickness and I spent 16 months bed fast, I heard a Methodist minister on the radio say from Dallas KRLD in those days radio revival was on. Brother W.E. Hawkins. And he said it would pay any Christian and every Christian to go through the New Testament primarily the epistles and underline with a red pencil or else write out every one of the scriptures in Christ in whom and in him. And then he said begin to confess that's who I am and what I have. Welcome to Rama for today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on in him. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth e. Hagan with today's message. The Lord said the trouble with you is you don't believe your own preaching. Well, I said, Lord, you've hit me a low blow. You know I believe the word. Sure, I believe it. I preach the word and I believe it. He said, no, you know. He said, every now and then you'll quote. I said, I've already quoted here. Where I said in my word, I even I am he that brought out thy transgressions, and I'll not remember thine iniquities. He said, now you talk about that fellow. You saw him. You don't know why he went into the building. Have no knowledge of it whatsoever. And you just drove on by and imagined. He's in there, you know, to do something wrong. And he didn't go in there to do anything wrong anyway. And when he saw, you know, that uh, he's in this environment, he said, Lord, I know I'm going to be in here. Forgive me. And turned around and walked out. He said, I didn't remember that he did anything wrong. And then you said, that's the reason I could use him. Can you see that? But he said, now this lady you was talking about, why didn't I use her? He said, sure, she's been in church from the outside faithful all of these years. But you can't see into her heart and you didn't know that for the past 40 years that she's been in rebellion toward me. You see, the Lord does not look at outward appearance. We do so many times. We ought to know that from the story of the Old Testament. Don't you remember Samuel? God sent him down there to anoint one of Jesse's boys to be king of Israel. Do you remember that? And here's the prophet of God, the man of God. And so he got down there and, and the Lord sent me down here to anoint one of the boys to be king in Saul's stead for God's rejected Saul. And, and so they ran the oldest boy out first, Eliab. Here he came and he was of a beautiful countenance and a fine physique. And even the man of God thought, surely, surely this must be the Lord's anointed. I mean, he must have had such a stately stature about him. The Lord said, no, he's not the one. Said, I don't look on the outward appearance. I look on the heart. Amen. amen. I said, amen. amen. And so, that's the trouble with a lot of folks, you see. Instead of going the way the Bible says and doing what the Bible said to do, they're looking on outward appearances. They see something on the outside that of man sometimes which they think is not just exactly right. And so they're sure, you know, that God couldn't possibly use him. But sometimes, notice what Jesus said in Matthew 23, 27 about those 
Jesus spoke of concerning the outside said, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are likened unto whitened sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within a full of dead men's bones. You see, you can't see. That's what the Lord said to me about that dear woman, seemed to be such a wonderful and faithful Christian. He said, that woman has been rebellious in her spirit for over 40 years. I see that rebellion. He said, it comes up before me dark and black and mean and ugly. But yet you see all the saints look at the outside and brag on saying, that wonderful, what a marvelous saint she is. What a marvelous Christian she is. But it's entirely possible for folks on the outside to be beautiful. And on the inside, as Jesus said, to be like dead men's bones. Did you ever stop to think about it? Those Pharisees were really, the you would say, the best. They were the strictest sect of the Jewish religion. They lived the best lives. Amen? That's why the Bible said in Matthew 7, 1, Judge not that you be not judged. Because you can't judge really spiritual judgment. Amen? We cannot judge, in other words, righteous judgment. It's impossible. Amen. Now you see, the minister that I referred to there in, uh, in Chicago understood this when he said to the redeemed alcoholic, in the sight of God, in the sight of God, you are cleaner and pure and more innocent than that young girl if she hasn't been born again. Amen. I said, Amen. Our text said, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now notice, all things have become new. Now listen real carefully what I say and don't misinterpret it. Don't take it out of context. Oh, that's what happens with so many people. I wonder sometimes whether they're just ignorant or, or dishonest. Because you can take out of context what anybody says. And make them say something they didn't say. You can take scripture out of context and make the Bible say something that it didn't say. Now notice, all things have become new. There are no sin scars left on the Christian. Now I did not say there may not be sin scars left on the body. But the body is not you. 1 Corinthians 9.27 But I keep under my body, Paul says. I bring it into subjection, lest by any means, when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Paul said, I keep my body under. I bring it. He calls his body it. The body is the house you live in. 
Now, because of the sins of the past, there may be sin scars left on the body, but there are no sin scars left on you. Hallelujah. God is looking at the new man in Christ when he looks at you. And you know, we look a whole lot better in Christ than we do out of him. We can't see each other in Christ. We look at each other from the natural standpoint. But God looks at us in Him. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now while we're on that, before we go further in our discussion... I want you to open your Bibles with me to the book of Ephesians. I want to look at a verse of Scripture. That's a very controversial and bring much comment from a lot of folks. Where God said, writing through the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus, in the 25th and 26th verses, he said, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Now notice, Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he, that is Christ, might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he, Christ Jesus, might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Now, without reading that in card context, take the 27th verse, said, see, this church should be without spot. I'm looking, I can see a lot of spots. And it should be without wrinkle, and I can see that you're full of wrinkles. And that it should be uh, holy and without blemish. And I can sure see that you're not holy, and I can sure see a lot of blemishes about you. For one thing, your nose is too big. But now wait just a minute, that's not what it's talking about at all. You're looking at it from the natural standpoint. We're not ready for the coming of Jesus. Folks say, we're going to have to clean up. Uh, well, if you could have cleaned up, you could have saved yourself. No, notice, it's Jesus that's going to do it. Amen. Not you. Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he, Christ, might sanctify it. Glory to God. And cleanse it. How does he do it? With the washing of water by the word. Hallelujah. That he might present it. He's going to do it. Not you. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Hallelujah. You know, I know I'm not perfect. I wonder about you. But I'll tell you, I'm so glad that God don't see me the way you do. I'm glad that he sees me in Christ. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. That he might present it. Not that we'll present ourselves. 
Well, that's the reason we're going to have to go through the tribulation, some folks said. So the tribulation will purify us. My Bible says that he's going to do it. Jesus is not tribulation. Amen. Jesus is going to do it. Present it to himself. A glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle any such thing, but should be holding without blemish. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. But you see, a lack of understanding of our place in him and his place in us often hinders us, keeps us from success, throttles our faith, and is the reason for unbelief. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Our product, three CDs, Because of Jesus, and then two CDs of Dad talking about in Him, and that's what I was been talking about, in Christ. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Then a little mini book, by dad knowing what belongs to us. Now, all three of these are available at a special price, actually $13 off. The normal retail is $36.95. That's right. But we're going to sell it for $23.95. Yes. So you're going to save $13. So go right now to the, the computer and order this. It's important that you get a hold of these things. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, In Him, here on Rama for Today Radio, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.